0: Hi, everyone. Before we begin our episode, first, we want to thank you uh, for Baby to Baby. We raised over $20,000. You guys are the absolute best. More on that later, but
1: thank you, thank you, thank you. And we have another exciting announcement. We have an event, a Bitch Sesh Deep Dive Crossover event. Start the new year with a bang. In person. Yes, in person. This is a wildly fun event. We're so
0: excited. We are co-hosting a pickleball tournament with the ladies of the Deep Dive, obviously June Diane Rayfield, Jessica St. Clair, for a Galentine's Day Pickleball Tournament
1: in Los Angeles on Sunday, February 12th. There's going to be drinking. There's going to be laughing. There's going to be pickleballing. And there's going to be so much fun. We all get to play with each other so much. So the tickets start at 100 and are extremely limited. And a portion of the proceeds are going to be donated to one of our favorite charities, Play Like a Girl. You
0: can come, you can watch the competition, enjoy a boozy brunch with us. You can step up to the net should you feel so inclined. We've got Paul Shear and our friend Blair Beacon will be calling the games, which is going to be very fun. We'll be playing. All of us will be playing. You'll get to pair with some of us if you make it to the finals. I'm very good. I'm very it's gonna not. <laughs> be, <laughs> it's going to be a truly thrilling time. For more info and tickets, go to janeclub.com slash pickleball. janeclub.com slash pickleball. We cannot wait to see you there. That is in LA Sunday, February 12th. Yay. Yay.
1: Hi Danielle. Hello Casey. I've missed your beautiful face. And you, happy holidays. Happy holidays to you and and to our wonderful listeners. I just want to shout out that, and I think we announced it on our yep. Instagram pages. But for the baby to baby fundraiser that you guys did, you guys blown away.
0: We raised thirty one thousand dollars, and the shopping day incredible. Thank you to everyone who showed up in that. Thank it's you. So meaningful, so... you guys
1: much. We're garbage as hell. And yet we got to shop for these kids, get them exactly what they wanted. You guys showed up bright and early on a Sunday at a Target in Culver City to make some kids dreams came true. And you guys, thank you for everyone who donated and for everyone who came and shopped because it was a wonderful experience. And Sydney came too. That was so fun. People would go up to her and be like, Sydney, you're a child. Do you think, you know, this child would like this coat? And she'd be like, no. (laughs)
0: She didn't like too much.
1: Getting lots of opinions. But people appreciated that. But it was such a fun day and a feel-good day. And I'm just, again, thank you guys. You guys are incredible. Thank you,
0: thank you. Danielle, before we get too much further, I do have a very important announcement to make. Please. We recorded. This sounds tough. Yeah, it is. It is tough, Danielle. We recorded our Sister Wives episode two nights ago. Yeah. And last night, we received some startling, disturbing thrilling, unbelievable news in the Sister Wives world. And that is the fact that Mary Brown has left Cody. I just want everyone to know, if you tune into our Sister Wives episode, our conversation does not reflect that news, which is
1: explosive and shocking. <laughs> and we're down to one wife. And we'll discuss I mean, he's all just, of that in the after the holiday. It's not even called Sister Wives anymore. It should just be called wife. Wife. <laughs> yes, <laughs> wife. husband and Wife. Of Cody and wife.
0: Cody and wife. Mary is gone, baby gone. Wow. wow. You know, so of I course it was try. upsetting that we had taped before
1: that, but please know it will all be addressed after some time to process. Thank yeah. You. And I have to say that it's one of my favorite podcasts. And again, I do not watch Sister Wives and I know you've been mad at me for that. But what I get yeah. from listening to the Sister Wives, like I enjoy it more than anything.
0: You sh- you screamed when I told you that, that yes, Mary had left Cody having never heard or seen the show. No. It meant something to
1: you. It meant something to me because of your guys' journalism.
0: You know, to just call, have Sister Wives and to start 17 seasons ago with four wives. Be down to one. The one he wants. It's almost like Cody had a plan the whole time. Is it the
1: one he wants? Yeah. This is the only one he wants.
0: And they're all He could have just
1: married one in the first place. Like, Thank you. That's what I mean.
0: It's like, (laughs) this is unbelievable. And the the fact Cody's whole thing was like, this show is really going to show polygamist marriage in a beautiful light. And for what it is and for what it can be. And now he's like, JK, JK, uh, three of my wives have left. Uh, but the best last thing is that in the news article, poor Mary has been sticking with him, even though Cody every second is like, ugh, Mary, get out of here. But Mary, no. of course, is the one that had the catfish incident. But mm-hmm. Mary says in her press release, she's like, Mary Brown is leaving Cody, but she's still open to keeping the door open for future. I'm
1: like, Mary, just go. He doesn't go, want to Go, Mary. <laughs> go. So they've Even all, he's like, close that door, Mary.
0: Please. They've all flown the coop and it's, wonderful news. I feel like Mary saw that Janelle had left and the sweeping reaction to it and was like, fuck it, now's my time out.
1: What can I ask you this? Please. And again, as someone who does not watch the show but has yeah. is invested highly. Yeah. Yeah. What what will happen to Coyote Pass, the dream of Coyote Pass, the money, the land of Coyote Pass? Like what mm. will pass? What, what will come to pass? What will come to pass in Coyote Pass is um, is unknown at this
0: time. Right now, presently, we have five parcels of land that sit unbuilt mm-hmm. upon, and mm-hmm. there's been plans. So many plans have been drawn up yeah. for different different parcels, but unfortunately, I don't know. I think they have no money, so I I think we'll have to be selling selling the farm, lock stock selling and <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah, but does anybody want that land? I mean, any I'm listeners? Anybody? <laughs> Do we have any takers? You know,
0: I think that land is almost like what has happened on that land is so dark that at this point... It's like a burial ground. Yes. That's what I said. It should be their graveyard. Like, that's really what it should be. So I think we'll find out. And all I can say is June and I and Elizabeth also learned some tough news is that we have been saying the show is on TLC. It's on Discovery Plus. That's been hard. But... That's a toughie. Is that a new... That's a very new revelation, <laughs> revelation as of this morning, and a, a Discovery <laughs> Plus executive has reached out. We'd we ask for that, and so we Thank will have you. a lot of new information in January, <laughs> hopefully,
1: about Coyote Pass, about where Mary is, about where what Janelle I like is. about what's happening. In the Sisterwise podcast, is they've taken a lot of the rules from the Bitch Dash podcast, which is we do no research, Not a we do lick. no fact checking, Not a we lick. don't know of what we speak, and no one should listen to us. And yet, please listen to us. Please listen. Is the
0: same. And you know what song leapt to my mind when I heard that Mary left? It's a spiritual. I'll okay. sing it here, and please join Danielle
1: if you know it. Okay, I probably don't, as I'm Jewish.
0: Well, it was in a popular movie, and that's the way I know it. And I'd like Heather's Choir to cover this. This is, goes out to you, Christine, Janelle, and now Mary. I'll fly away, old glory. I'll fly away in the morning when I die. Hallelujah, by and by. I'll fly away. That I just beautiful. had to sing that. Yeah. Thank that you. was beautiful. Thank you, oh Danielle. Good. That brought me into that was really beautiful. Okay. And that's, you know, the gals are gone.
1: Um, Danielle, we have such an action-packed Oof. episode. We wanted to give you guys a, a big bang for your buck. Yeah, it's a bang for your buck in this episode. You know, this episode's gonna take you on a ride. We have not one,
0: but two segments. And there's no easy way or, or another way to say this, Danielle, but both of our guests would like to be kept anonymous.
1: And that's a why, you know, because Casey and I put our face on everything, maybe to our own detriment. <laughs> to our detriment. I'm realizing, so like, I, why didn't I know I could be anonymous doing this podcast? I know, we've been, uh, my face is on, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to get it out there. Yeah, Nobody, I was going to say we're on every billboard, but that's not really true. That's not even true. We've been yeah. trying, but but we didn't know that that was a possibility. So both of these people... Are anonymous in um, different ways. Yes. One,
0: we will see Hyde Norhera visually. Yeah, we won't even know who they are and not know a name. No. And and then our second guest, we will see but not know name or location.
1: Yeah, and we won't tell you what we see. <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> I am <laughs> just <laughs> astounded and I'm thrilled by all of this. It feels so fun.
1: Yeah, it's a it's a gossipy day. It's, a gossip, it's,
0: a, we're, you know. it's, it's just it's a real gossipy day, and I hope everyone can hold onto their hats and just accept that. This episode, we're just going to have a little fun before the holiday. Um, shall we take a quick break, Danielle, and come back with our first segment? Yes,
1: please. We're back. Yeah, Danielle. As a millennial that I am, mm, and as a Gen Zer, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. As a millennial and a gen zero as we have. I didn't know of this site until last year because, you know, I'm a reader of, of you know, Daily Mail and Closer, you know, things that are more of my generation, Page if six, you will. the old Page stalwart, six. yeah. Us Weekly, sometimes I'll dabble in the garbage of In Touch.
0: Oh yeah. I'll go
1: real deep, deep, deep in the garbage where they don't verify Star a goddamn still around? thing. Yes, of course it is. Okay, and
0: then of course we, the venerable people,
1: you know. Yeah. Well, no people. We hold. They check That's their right. sources, and
0: they people have much higher. Standard, and I'm sorry to put them in the same category.
1: Yeah, let's not let's people. Not. We'd be we'd be so lucky. We'd be so especially lucky, especially as I was named one of the the most beautiful 40 year olds. Um, oh, you very hold on to that. Print. You hold on to that with a death like grip
0: <laughs> in a one by one centimeter photo and less than that print. Um, this gal that we are going to speak to today, yes, mm-hmm. runs as of the beginning of the pandemic a a gossip Instagram account that is followed by uh, 1.5 million people, where uh, it is there's anonymous kind of tips and tidbits and blind items published. Published is I think a loose word for Instagram, but yeah, <laughs> but out there them? and yes. uh. We, They're we, very popular. Very popular. So, we're going to sit down with this account
1: and uh, discuss, you know, the job, a new book. And discuss kind of, you know, when we all dabble in garbage, what does that mean? <laughs> what is mm-hmm. it? What is it? How, what is it how, where does it morally place us? But I'd like
0: to say if you're listening to this,
2: Yes. If you're li- let's if you're-
0: get off our high horse, sweeties, <laughs> if you're watching, if you're housewives. watching the housewives.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're already down in the muck. Let's not pretend to be anything else because we, we I can't get on my high horse I because can't. I am in the garbage and I re- we are waiting in the muck and the mire. And I read it all and I talk about it all. And we, and so do you guys. And that's what we love about us and this
0: community. Yeah, this is so a great community. Let's please welcome Instagram account to the stars, against the stars, of the stars, uh-huh. the incredibly popular, fun, slightly controversial du
3: Hello. Hi, ladies. Thank you so much for having me. I have to tell you that your podcast was the first podcast I've ever listened to in my life.
0: <gasps> wow. Yeah. Thank you for that. That's so generous. And I'm so happy. And You know, I want to start with asking you a question that nobody has asked you. Who are you? No, I'm kidding.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. Um, (laughs) I was saying,
1: wouldn't it be great if today you've decided on our podcast podcast. to reveal... Because this is the first time I've ever podcasted with someone who I'm not looking at. In fact, yep. Casey Rose Wilson, you've been in like full foils yeah. um, and like getting makeup done. And I've still been able to see your face. So yep. this is wild to not have any idea who you are. But which... well, What if Danielle Dumont and herself and
0: was Ramona Singer? <laughs> <That's>...
1: <laughs> we have a theory that you're two people. You're Avery Singer and Sonia Morgan's daughter. Oh, God. <laughs> No, What a duo. That would be hell on wheels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: Well, you know, Jill Zarin's daughter, Allie, like really went along with the audience who thought that she was Demois. Like she went along. With no. It. Yeah. And I was like, I was no. like, go ahead, girl, run with it. Like you do you. If you want people to think that you run the account, go ahead. Because I uh, can
0: see that people want to like unmask you and be on that front of things of like, I'm, I'm, you know. Looking and digging around for this, but to be like, I'm taking credit for it, it is so housewives and perfect. It, re- <laughs> it totally so is. it's so right.
3: <laughs> it totally is. I asked the producers of um this season before when they started casting New York. I was like, can I audition? Because I live in New York. Wait, you need to be you, and just be like a, a silhouette. No, I was like, maybe I'll just like you know, and and did
0: Andy, did this get to Andy? Yes or no?
3: I don't, I don't know if they, to, I don't know if they told him, but they were like, anytime they were like, anytime you want to audition or not. Cause I live in New York. So did you? I didn't because, you know, this started to take off. This was like a year ago when they first started casting okay. for um, the new one, like the new I cast. See.
0: I can see it all. Like, they. you know how with the opening when they're dancing, it's you in darkness, you know? Yeah. And then it's like, I may be anonymous, but I'm not, you know, like whatever, <laughs> like bottomless or something stupid. And then it reveals just your face and everyone goes, wow, I love this reveal. Or you could have stayed silent, like, you know, someone in witness protection.
1: All your testimonials would be in the dark. Yes, you have a bag over your head. And then every time we see you on screen, you just have like a mask on or something.
3: Or I'm in mean, like Kim Kim Kardashian's like Met look, you know, and she like- Yes, her head perfect. To toe in black,
0: perfect. Just... And you have a voice box. <laughs> we need to really expand our possibilities there. And I, I'm going to be giving a little text to Andy because I I want this. Okay. I want this <laughs> you know do you May I call you do yeah I um you have a new book which we want to get to um which is such a like a, a great read especially over the holidays to just like blow through and when I say blow through I mean that in the most positive way which is like any book you can just like get through means you're just loving it you know yeah
1: and we don't mean it's like you know no. a, a Teresa Giudici book that she <laughs> she has never even, read, let alone written, but um, but something you can blow through. Yeah, I'm it's
0: sure. so fun. It's it's such a great read. And so I want to get to that. But first, we'd love to chat with you about, you know, we have something in common with you, which is that when we started the podcast in two thousand fifteen, we had this thing called Boots on the Ground, which was just like, hey, anyone seen any celebs ever? And so someone would be like, we saw
1: Sarah Jessica Parker at Nordstrom and we were like, thank you. We didn't want like you know, dirty deets. We just wanted to like know wow. what they were up to. Well, yeah. I mean, look, if it happens, but just knowing where they were, yeah. when they were, it was just enough for us. And then it shifted to the housewives. And then it
0: became this thing called like boots on the ground. Like you see these housewives out and about. And I think for us, obviously, like we're our, our we are known, not known, but like our, you can see our faces. And I was always a little scared of kind of discussing anyone in the entertainment realm. I'm curious where you sit with all that because in a way, like our show, I'm kind of glad Housewives can't access podcasts because I'd be scared of them. How do you, like, are you anonymous because you are nervous about people or you just like it better? I'm just curious your take on that.
3: Um, I was anonymous in the way beginning because I had another job. So I really did live yeah. like a dual life. So mm, I would go to like work. Cricket. Yeah, like cricket. <laughs> so I go to work. She's the <laughs> character in my book. Character, Yeah, I go... <laughs> I crazy. Um, I'd go to work. I'm a journalist. <laughs> I'd go to work and I'd um, you know, be on my phone all day, like underneath my desk and in the bathroom, and I'd make any excuse to leave the room to check Instagram. So I was hiding from like my boss and my coworkers who didn't know I ran the account. So since I quit my job this past year, you know, I've been like slowly giving a little bit like more of myself to my audience. Um, I dropped the voice distorter. With us now, I I assume.
1: Yeah. I assume this is your real voice. I do not know.
3: Yes. This is my real voice. I'm sorry. I apologize. I'm sick. So I sound a little raspy, but yeah, the Z-Way show was while I still had my job. That's when I recorded her show. So I had to, yeah, I had to make an excuse that day to stay home because it was, an, it was recorded in the middle of the day. So I don't know what I told my boss. I was like, I'm working from home today. Because, you know, after quarantine, it was like a lot easier to use the excuse that you wanted to work from home. Um, yeah. Because so many people yeah. were doing that. So that worked. That's where my Dumas advantage. could
0: take flight, yeah. <laughs> like COVID. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't want Leonardo DiCaprio... To know I saw my carbone. Someone told me that. <laughs> um, I'm curious. And and in terms of, do you think you will kind of fully unmask yourself? There's we will we do not have to get into it, but journalists who say this is who you are and this is your photo and that you did this with another gal, um, and that now it's just you. Do you do you like all that? Are you fine with all that? Are you upset by that?
3: No, I don't think it's really important. And, you know, I'll give you guys like a bitch exclusive. I've always done this alone. It was never with anyone else. So, you know, the other which person, and I'm not going to say which person, but the other person that's always mentioned in these like unmasking, like,
2: you uh-huh. know, loser uh-huh.
3: sub stack articles. Ali Zarin. All- <laughs> it's not Ali Zarin. <laughs> it's not Ali Zarin. <laughs> 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 I never worked with Ali Zarin. Um, but yeah, so it was always, no, I don't really, whatever. People can say whatever they want. Like, you, but it's always been you. It's, it's always been me. And I have to just like keep the train Whomever moving. You are. Yeah, I have to keep the train moving. So I can't <laughs> let that slow me down. You know, I don't really, I don't read it. I don't care. I don't yeah. read what people are saying. I just keep looking forward. That's so
0: interesting that, because I think it it is kind of widely thought that you're, a duo and that the other gals, you know, descendant of socialites or something that kind of, I think, gives Dumas like a flavor of like, this is the current way of socialites and influencers. But I'm I'm here to give you the credit. It's you.
1: I have a question because like Casey and I always say in our podcast, like, oh, you know, like, what will we not say? What will we say? Like, is there a subject to you that you won't go there? There's gossip you won't give. And we're hoping it's not housewives. <laughs> housewives say, because I think sometimes we think of housewives as characters. You know what I mean? Because they're on our TV and they're sort of playing this part. So to us, they're sort of like just these characters and we're talking about them. They're not real, but yours are sort of like real People, do you view them that way? And is there a way or that Or do you view them as like characters yeah. or kind of like fun? And will you is there some a place you won't go?
3: I mean, for housewives specific, yes, I've received some of the darkest stories about just celebrities in general, general, when it comes to the New York City Housewives. All of them, Ramona, Luann, Bethany Frankel being a monster. Like I have files and files on these women. So There's a lot that I haven't posted. You know, I'm not...
0: I love that. Like, sometimes there are certain housewives that I actually am like, I do think they need protecting. Like, yeah, it's almost like certain things are just too dark, you know? Yeah. I think in, in the way that we like the housewives also to stay like kind of fun and we want it dark, but like not too dark in a way, I think.
3: It, well, the thing is like when it's on our TV, it doesn't seem real. But when I'm re- right. when I'm getting like the videos and like the firsthand accounts and the pictures, it's like, "Whoa, this is real." And I don't think it would benefit this person's mental health if it was shown to the world. Also, it's
1: done without them knowing, too. Like when you're recording when someone's like recording an image of someone and they don't even know it, then it feels like, well, this is just not okay. Like, you know, it's you, we can't record people without them knowing it, you know, like that type of stuff.
3: I haven't really actually received anything in a long time. I got a picture of Ramona and her new boyfriend.
1: What? What? That's
0: what the person
3: told me. He, he was age appropriate. He had gray hair. They were both getting a pedicure. I love this for her. Yeah. And you know, now that she's not on the show anymore, I don't really post about her as much. Um, but yeah, it was her. She's got her, her own exactly. show
1: going on on Instagram though. My God, have I not seen that her dancing <laughs> see <what> she, <laughs> she was doing is this week. Dancing from Coast to Coast
0: from Dancing Bay. Up a Storm. <laughs> Just, She's the Ashley Darby of former New York housewives yeah. with the dancing. Um oh, wow. You know, and so in our in, in this safe space here, we have had some, you know, we don't certainly don't fact check. And we just start to don't have time and too lazy. And, you know, we, I, I, you know, it's interesting, but you kind of have that policy of bit too, which is kind of just like putting it out there. And I assume your intention is like for fun, which ours is as well.
3: I mean, I try to make it like as inconsequential as possible. You know what I mean? Like I'm not, like back to the things that I won't post about. Like I won't out someone. If someone is in the closet, I'm certainly not gonna post about their sexuality. Um, you know, if it's something is a legal situation, I'm not going to post about that children, really anyone under the age of 18, I try not to post about, so, I mean, if somebody was seen making out with somebody or, you know, I mean, infidelity, like we talk about that so much on my account, infidelity in Hollywood and open relationships in Hollywood. I don't know, maybe I'm desensitized, but I don't really think that that's like high stakes gossip. Well,
0: it's kind of the age we're in, you know, and I think you've sort of led the charge because you are kind of like uh, an account that really blew up during the pandemic. Right. And which was when we were all just like glued. And I actually hosted a different podcast that was born largely out of your account as well, which
1: is called Fed Up. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's like a it's fantastic. If anyone hasn't listened to this podcast, it's, it's so it's riveting.
3: Thank yes, you. I of course I listened to it. I messaged you during it. I messaged you to come on my, oh my podcast, God. and you ghosted me. I think you like yeah. opened it. I couldn't and- be more sorry. You're hearing, you're <laughs> hearing it
1: here, guys. Dumois dropping a new one.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> guys, she's dropping it. She's dropping
2: it. Here's and-
0: the sad part: is I really didn't clock that, and I beg you to know that I really didn't. And you know, I I appreciate that, but I I. Like the, I guess the woman that wrote Fed Up, uh, Sass Goldberg, who's a genius and Blair Beacon, we are curious, like how did the Tanya Zuckerbrod and the Emily Gellis's all come to you? And what's your take on that, if I may? And then we'll transition to Housewives.
3: Um, I mean, in the beginning of quarantine, my account was a lot smaller. It was private. I was just kind of like a normal person. Well, not that I'm not a normal person now, but um, I didn't have the same visibility as I do now. So... I w- it was like the Wild West. And I would literally post anything that came my way. Um, and since a lot of people were getting laid off during that time, there were a lot of angry like ex-workers of companies. So I did a whole series on toxic workplaces. And F-Factor came up. People that used to work there mm. were writing in about what it was like to work there. And that's literally like how it was born. It had nothing to do with fiber. It had nothing to do with the powders. It had nothing (laughs) Nothing to do with 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 fiber.
0: (laughs) Nothing to do with shakes.
3: Nothing to do with any of that. It had to do with interns that had worked for her. So people started to see her name on my account and that opened the floodgate.
0: Well, that's what I was just going to say. It's like, there is a where there's smoke, there's fire thing. Like, you know, with a lot of these things, it's like, if there's a million people coming forward, it's like, well,
3: you know, Right. Exactly. And again, nothing to do with her powders or her diet. It's her. I have a question
1: for you. And I don't know, it's personal for me. And I don't know. I haven't read. I don't know if you've written about me on your site. Is that because I'm I'm too important. (laughs) It's
3: like, you don't want to.
1: Is Danielle being brought up so many times that you're just like, like, I I don't want to hurt her her. like this. I don't like so (laughs) many people. She's out and about people. People want to know, you know, inquiring minds want to know. Like, is she? She's a California pizza kitchen. Yeah, like she's She's at McDonald's. She's in in coach class on JetBlue. (laughs) These are the places you find me. One finds me. She's at. Yeah, and have you kind of politely turned away from all the posts about Danielle. Yeah, like she's an anthropology in the sales like in the back like where are people finding me (laughs) rifling through
3: pillows (laughs) um yes i I feel like you're you seem like someone who wants to remain private yes thank you thank you thank you You. you that's That's so important thank you for respecting
1: my (laughs) privacy don't this time i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna say don't
0: Okay. Don't. noted so and you know on my end it's like god i never want to see myself there
1: but i also don't not want to what if i'm
0: not <laughs> you know it's a double-edged store do, moi.
1: do you feel um, like housewives are even submitting themselves to you like i gotta get on do moi. you know what i mean like do you think that the press and agents, the submit yeah, all the time in the way that paparazzi does the same like you know they're asking to like is that what's happening with you
3: Yeah, I think that they submit uh, anonymously through an email that I have where you could submit super anonymous information, not through DMs. So I can't see the account it comes from Um, because there's just been like certain housewives that have people have gone after in my emails. And I brought this up before. I think I actually brought it up to Andy. Melissa Gorga was one at a certain time. That feels right. (laughs) Somebody was trying to bring her down. And it didn't wonder who? It didn't seem. (laughs) Like, <laughs> well, if the,
0: if the email was sent, I'm not sure it was Teresa. <laughs> if
1: this no, came over email,
3: I could tell you it wasn't. But I have a feeling yeah. like
1: Jill, Z- Jill Zarin is definitely submitting stories about herself. There's no way she's
3: not. She is, you know, as they said, she's sweaty. I mean, I don't get that much Jill Zarin. Honestly, it was like a lot in New Jersey. Allie's sparing her. Allie's yeah, saying, Allie hey, running this the bus stops yeah. here.
0: What if you did turn your camera on and you were Ali Zarin? I'd be yeah. like, that's genius the way you threw us off the scent. Yeah. But then you sent us a bolt of fabric as a thank you.
1: <laughs> I could use some if you are Ali Zarin. Yeah, look at behind Danielle. Stuff. She's got some weird ass gray. <laughs> I would love just like a... Textured pattern, or some yeah. just sort of like is, yeah, to some so yeah, something like old old patterns from like people out in the garden, you know, things like that in the 18th century, something like that. Now, Miss Dumois,
0: let's turn if we could to the housewives in particular. You know, what, what do you, you got? Anything you want to share? Just right scoop, off the top,
3: scoop. The latest thing was Ramona's boyfriend, which I haven't even posted. Um, and you know, the, the new cast has been filming all over New York. I've been mm-hmm. getting pictures of them. This is like word bomb, but I probably shouldn't be saying that, but my lawyer's wife is on the show.
1: Oh,
0: wow. 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 So in that case, are you like, Oh, I'm going to hold back just cause that's human
3: nature. He said, don't hold back. He
1: said, don't, oh, if I was yeah. married to him, I'd be like, what? You told her not to hold back. Wow. I mean, wow. no, because he knows he
3: doesn't want it. he doesn't want me to feel like I can't like be, do what I do because he's my lawyer. And I, I just don't, I'm just not that type of person.
0: Do you think that the housewives want to appear in Dumois in the way like some celebs might be like really scared of it? The housewives are just like unabashedly,
3: any press is good press. I think some of them, yes. And some of them really don't care.
0: And what about any of our gals? Now, I know you said you don't touch lawsuits, but we just got so many housewives. It's like, what do I, I can't not ask about them because there's so very many of them in hot
3: water. We've got our Jen Shaws, our Erica's. Anything on Erica? Um, nothing on Erica now, just sightings of her like at Trader Joe's, like at the dollar store, like buying candles, just like doing like everyday things, looking very dressed down um, and, you know, no glam. Um, I think she like, does a lot of her errands with her assistant. She's always with someone.
0: I have seen that. I have seen that that gal yeah. running around with her, where yeah. she gets her like two liter of coke from
1: the uh, wrought iron gates um, <laughs> that was delivered. Um,
0: she's never
3: yeah. not
1: ordering a pizza and like coming never out. Not.
3: No, nothing I- on her lately. Uh, but Scooter, you know the whole um, rumor that came out that her and Scooter Braun. Had had an affair. Right. You guys had heard no. that, right? I thought it was like no. Army
1: Hammer was like next to her, or something like I remember that, but I didn't know about Scooter Braun. I did not know about that.
3: I don't know if it's true, um, but yeah, I, I had heard that. That was a pretty juicy. Decent...
0: I love how you said that. I don't know if it's true. Like it, you were, it was just funny because that's like your site. You're like, no, I don't know if this
1: is true. <laughs> that's your catchphrase. I, love it. Yeah. I don't know if this that's is your true, but.
3: Love it. (laughs) Some people scare me. Scooter Braun scares me. He's like like a slippery, weaselly little guy. Like, you know what I mean? I don't need to act around with him.
0: Who scares you the most? Or do you not want to say for that fact? No,
3: (laughs) I've said this. Like some, some like A-list actresses. Well, they're powerful. I mean, I think it's a
1: compliment to be scared because it means that they're powerful. And if if you come for them, they'll come for you.
3: I mean, I guess. I don't know. But I mean, I have to keep it real. If you hear, like you said, whether there's smoke, there's fire. If you hear something over and over again. Like, what do I ignore it? Okay, now you,
0: I also read that you will feed stories to Danielle and I's papers of note. So we're, we're older than you. I can just feel from your energy and voice.
1: Casey might be, I'm, I feel we are peers. Okay. <laughs> Something is telling me that I'm a different gen- generation. You know,
0: Danielle and I love Closer Mag, which is about elders. In- a- and
1: people who have passed. <laughs> Let's mm-hmm. not forget. Mm-hmm. They really cater you- to people who have passed.
0: They're like, Donna Reed is, you know, <laughs> we're wondering who she was dating. See, you're not even laughing because I don't think you, know you don't this. know no, who that because,
1: is. No,
3: you guys aren't in the generation of Closer Mag. You're not.
0: But we do love it. So that's where we are emotionally. You know what I mean? So we're like daily mail heads, like page
3: six heads. But I heard that your
0: feed stories to those sites too.
3: Oh, you mean not closer Mag, but page six? And- <laughs> <You're>, no,
0: no,
1: <laughs> this, unless you are. The office of Closer Mag is located at a, no. It's like at a nursing home around the corner <laughs> from
0: me. That is where yeah. the offices of Closer. I don't mag. think they have email. You could get to them. No, you but have to. I, you have to do
1: snail mail with Closer Mag. Yeah,
0: but but what what kind of stuff do you say? Hey, this isn't for me. Like, I'm going to pass this along.
3: If it's something that has to be like legally fact checked, I pass it along to. Daily Mail or Page Six. I love
1: that you're like, I'm not going to use this, but I am going to forward it. <laughs> well, I also like that Daily Mail legally checks, but they don't spell check. Is my
3: <laughs> Listen, we all have our crosses to bear, but sure. um, I ask the submitter, I say, do you want to speak to a journalist? Do you want me to pass yeah. this on to, you know, someone that could handle it better than me? So I don't do it without permission of the person who's submitting Here's what I want to say for you.
0: You know, this has all been going on since the 1930s in terms of, you know, you go back to like Luella Parsons era of, you know, kind of celebrity journalists in a way. And uh, if I may call you that, and I think of that as a compliment, but like all this kind of, you know, it's just now there's such a different way to get information to people, you know, but it's not like the Inquirer was ever fucking checking stuff. And I also think you have a lot of fun stuff. Like your mundane stuff really makes me laugh too. You know, when you're like, this one ordered fries. I'm like, I yeah. love it.
1: <laughs> well, that, just like that one had a sandwich. I'm that's like, Thank me. I lo- I love, that's what I love. And I think it's that's so what, silly. It's so silly. Like, no, I do I love, love it that. Too.
3: Cause it's almost like it's almost like gossip satire. You know, somebody submitted Chris Rock ordered a room service pizza in 1994. I literally just posted that. I, was I love <laughs> so it. But ridiculous. we need to know. I need to. We need to know in 1994. He ordered- We needed it. I
1: I have a question. Do you ever, because I know sometimes, you know, we're out there, we just put things out into the universe, but they do have real life effects on people. And so do you ever feel like, oh, I wish I hadn't done that or wish I hadn't said that or like, do you ever, does that ever come up to you?
3: Yeah, it happened actually with Lana Del Rey. Um, Her fans, I mean, I'm going to call them fans, but I guess they're haters. They tried to plant a fake story about her- Freaking out at a Target for her CD being on display a day before it dropped. So, somebody messaged me lying, saying that they worked at Target and they saw Lana Del Rey yelling at a Target worker for putting her CD out on the floor a day in advance. And it got back to her, and she was like really upset. She was like, I'm not this person. I would never yell at a worker. This didn't happen. I was like, I'm so sorry. So, um, something that seemed so inconsequential, like hurt her feelings. Um, now back to all of it. Where are we with, where are you with Bethany? What, what do I say about Bethany? Where are, Just, you, where with, are where you Where are you emotionally, emotionally, emotionally with her? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Physically, sexually. Physically. Are you close to her yeah. right now? Physically? <laughs> no, uh, I, I don't know. Financially. Like, I, I don't get her. I don't understand her. I don't like, I don't get her strategy right now. Right? Like, I mean, is is her strategy like all press is good press? Because in her case right now, I really don't think that that is the case. I mean, I'm on TikTok. I don't know if you guys are on TikTok. I read the comments. Like people are turning against her. Yeah. Big time. She's a huge hypocrite. People are pulling up clips of things and articles that she said years ago and comparing it to what she's saying, like months later or even a year later. And they're totally contradicting each other. And to me, that's just like, that's like the worst person you could be. Do you know what I mean? Do
0: you think that she's rolling out like her own big skincare thing and that's where this is all kind of like the product thing is coming from?
3: I mean, perhaps I haven't heard that to be true. I think she probably, I know she has a wine that she's talking about, which I didn't really understand. Like, didn't she already do the alcohol thing and sold it for, you know, a gaggle of money. And now she's trying to launch a wine during a time where like, you know, she she wasn't this she's not the same Bethany she was when she launched Skinny Girl Margaritas. So I just don't know who's I know gonna because be I kind I wise. really
0: appreciated that hustler. Like remember when we first saw her and she oh, was yeah, at in the like Costco, yeah, yeah, like you know peddling her wares. Um, yeah, it's it's interesting. Yeah, um, it, it, uh, she's a complicated one. You know, I think it. Uh, she was just on Watch What Happens Live with Jeff Lewis and Andy. I don't, I'm sure you saw it, but... I did. It was interesting, yeah, to see Andy and Jeff kind of go after her. Now, I personally have never forgiven Jeff when he showed his surrogate against her will on, well, television... But I did so I had to tip my hat a little bit to him there when he and Andy were just like, hey, this actually, this concept has been done as, as someone who does a recap
1: show. Yeah. She's like, but she said, <laughs> I do it differently because I wasn't fired from Housewives. Oh, like, God, I think she was referring to Tamara and Teddy's podcast. She was. So the, Two teas in a pod, Danielle, please so,
0: use their, the Christian sorry, name. Sorry,
1: sorry, sorry, sorry. But I think, like, and Andy asked her, like, what makes it different? Like, what makes you special? Because, like, again, it's none of ours are. Yeah. I'll just have our own version of Having it fun yeah and she's she just goes I wasn't fired it's like how does that make you different
3: <laughs> you idiot I mean I did have people who had work for her right in uh when I started the account I used to post a lot more about New York I think a couple years ago than I do now um so yeah
0: you mean sorry people
1: have had good experiences with her or they haven't have not oh yeah yeah okay have I don't think that. anybody's shocked by that. Like, nobody's like, oh, my God, Bethany. She seems like this person on TV, and then she's actually a hippo. It's like, no, you you get what you get with Bethany. i actually,
0: I really, I go back to that scene. You remember when she had Sonia to her office and dressed her down? Yes. For trying to, like, get a business off the ground? For some reason, to me, that was just so mean.
3: Yeah. So mean. So, so mean. mean. It was so mean. And she's not nice either. was like, a doll. Like, let her try her business. Who the fuck exactly. are you? And, what, and, and t- like, it was no
1: competition. Tipsy girl was like, a, like it had no competition to call her a cheater brand. It's and like all Bethany's that. skinny and Sonya's always tipsy. Let them put their let brands out be- there. No. <laughs> and also like, you knew it wasn't going to make a dent in your business. Not a goddamn dent.
3: So let her it have. It felt her- like punching down yeah. for me. And
0: I just, that's what I really don't like.
3: Yeah, oh, I I agree with that. Um, And I don't think she's changed. I actually think she's gotten worse. Uh, the way she went after the Kardashians, I didn't really think was necessary. I mean, everyone has an opinion. It's fine. But she like went so hard for them.
1: And she goes after... she She's really got a bone to pick about Meghan Markle too. Like she's oh, really yeah. just
3: going. Meghan what do you Markle? got on MM? Oh, gosh. um, You know, it goes 50-50. Like when it comes to the Royals, there's no like... It's, it's so biased. You're either against them or for them. I
0: gotta say my issue with them is when Harry dressed up as a Nazi. <laughs> I'm oh. like, that, well, I haven't moved on from that, sweetie. Yes.
3: Yeah. Um, people also go for her so hard, you know? It's almost know. not worth it. You can't say one bad thing.
0: I'm wondering, is the anonymous piece of it, like, do you feel hurt? Or are you like, well, no one knows who I am, so it's okay. Or you're like, but I am a moral human on earth
3: sometimes I get frustrated. I never really, it's never hurt. I think that I'm like at that point in my life, um, I'm at the age where like, I really don't give a shit. Um,
0: I want to circle back to one more thing, which is like, when you said you've been doing this on your own, how come then
3: the other gal
0: doesn't say, Hey, that wasn't me.
3: Well, if I answer that question, then I'm really in, in, in essence confirming, confirming my, um, identity. Okay. So oh, okay. I, I, no comment.
0: Thought I could get you there. No, no I didn't. No. I, I didn't even think about that. I genuinely didn't think of that. Um, wow. Is there anything else? And I mean, we'll let you go. I want to talk about your book, though. How did your book come about? It is out now. Anon,
3: please. You know, yeah, the book came about because when I started the account in 2020 and all this like crazy shit was happening behind the scenes, I was like, this would make a really good story. And when I started like my love interest in the book, when it started getting romantic and it started getting sexy, I was like, this is so crazy. Um, This would make a great story. So that's kind of like how it happened. And from working in fashion, you know, I just had like, so many different things happened to me over the years that I had always kind of wanted to jot them down.
0: And in fact, HBO Max is making it into a series, no?
3: Yeah, they are. I'll do it. (laughs)
0: I'll be there and Danielle will be in the, you know, the Writers' Romance co-starring with me. And that's exciting. Do you know who's going to play Cricket?
3: No, um, Greg Berlanti is producing. um, And they're trying to sign on like a head writer right now. Somebody really exciting. I can't really say because it's not a done deal. Is it me? no,
0: all right. Guys, none of this is about you. (laughs) I refuse to acknowledge that. (laughs) I I won't acknowledge that at this time.
3: But yeah, I think like once they sign on the writer, then they'll start getting into casting. I don't know. You guys tell me, I don't know how TV works. This is all new to me. I did not come from this world.
0: And are you involved or they just kind of bought the rights to the book and they're going to run with it?
3: Um, I am an executive producer. I That's mean, amazing. Yeah. I just don't know like what that means. I, I, I'm sure they'll let me be as involved as they want me to be.
1: They're going to set you up with an office right quick. <laughs> they show <laughs> you a door and then outside you're in the outside and then you've never <laughs> let in again. <laughs> That's what they do. I mean, <laughs> I
0: love that you've gotten all of this, you know, the praise on the back of the book. You got New York Times, you got Harper's, you got the Today Show. And similarly, you know, you also, I, I do you be, feel you bear a resemblance to a Nikki Fink in terms of like job?
3: Who's Nikki Fink?
1: I don't know who that is. I'm going to say that's no, I (laughs) know. She passed recently. Wait, are you serious? Yeah. Or maybe I do. And I'm just like drawing a blank. She used to run Deadline, which is a huge like Hollywood website. And it used to sort of be a little more gossipy. It has gotten more like just nuts and and bolts. It
0: is very Hollywood centric. It's more like a trade paper almost. Okay. And she was completely anonymous. And so no one had seen her. And there was all these, you know, is it agents? Is it publicists? Is she real? Is she not? And then, you know, I think ultimately it was like, oh no, someone lived in her building and they saw her once and she was a bit of a recluse, I think. And, you know, she would just be posting away and people would be angry or not angry or, you know, kind of whatever side they fell on it. And, um, yeah, and, and then she sold it and kind of tried to start her other thing. But Nikki Fink was like, if you're in there, you got to hold hope, hold on to your
3: hat and hope it's positive. No, I've never heard her name. Her catchphrase was, told ya. Told ya. I, I told ya. Heard, what year was this, you guys? Like 10 years ago. The last...
0: No, five years ago. Five years ago? It was like, she had like a what? 10-year reign or like a grip, like a grasp on Hollywood. Like,
1: I would say like 2010 uh, about, maybe? Yeah,
0: 2016. sixteen. Yeah, look up Nikki Fink. It's very fascinating. And so if she would put things out there and then, you know, people would write in the comments like, no, that never happened. You know, she'd come back, repost when it did come out and she just put in all blue. Told
3: ya! <laughs> uh, no, I just write, I write confirmed or I write uh, yeah, like but You are a
1: descendant of,
3: of Nikki real, Fink in a way.
1: That's a modern day told ya.
3: You guys yeah. are the first person to ever bring up her name to me. And this, she sounds like Like I, I copied her, but I have no idea. No, no, no. I'm not suggesting at all. You copied her. I'm just saying it's like a kind of a
0: lineage of the lineage of you know. And heard
3: her name. That's and what is she? God. What is she doing now? She's passed. Passed. Unfortunately. (gasps) Oh my
1: god.
0: (laughs) But I think there's still a little. But I think there's still a little question mark and mystery surrounding. Was she one person? Was did she pass? Mm
1: -hmm. It's the same mystery of you. You know, people trying to find out who she was. Like it's all. You know, like people know an apartment building
0: they thought she lived in. And there's like one known photo of her. That's so crazy. I think the vibe, not the vibe, but I think the word on the street is that it was one person, this woman. Uh, Last question for you is, has it felt, how has it felt to do kind of like mainstream media? You know, you were on Drew Barrymore's uh, podcast. Isn't she such a doll?
3: Yes. I'm like, it was, I mean, well, Casey, I'm a huge fan of yours. Um, your work as well. Happy endings was one of my favorite TV shows. I've actually talked about it a lot. I'm really? Sure. Yeah, you haven't seen posts about no, Happy Endings. No, I told you. I am
0: like, I my confidence gets shaken if someone's like, I like her. I'm like, they hate me.
3: No. <laughs> so I just yeah. can't
0: I- interface. But I, I'm so
3: flattered that you like it. Thank you. Yeah. Was, oh my God, my my followers love that show. It always comes Aww. up like every couple months. People want want it's the so tea. nice. Yeah. Um. But Thank yeah. You. So I, I mean talking to her I was like very nervous and she was so nice and she said such nice things to me um, that means the most you know I, I think it it means you know like because some people think I'm mean or some people think like you know I'm out to get celebrities like that's not the case at all yeah wow
0: wow well thank you for for being here um, um, thank you great thank to you. see you I put in quotes mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: I thank you for being here first name do last name wa. To moi, and uh, thanks for the Ramona tidbit. Glad to see that maybe she's she, with a silver-haired fox. Maybe that he'll piece bring her of shit that yeah. she is. She's a she's a true true garbage, but even true garbage deserves to find some happiness. Does it? <laughs> trying to find a silver lining here. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, thank you for being here. We appreciate it.
3: Okay, thank you, guys.
0: Bye. 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 Danielle, if you can believe it, we have another anonymous guest this week in our double, what do you even call it? Huge
1: hop pre-holiday episode. Holiday, pre-holiday, since we're off for, you know, two weeks during the holidays, like this is like a, a, a double banger. Yep.
0: And much like Santa himself, his identity is somewhat unknown, ultimately. You know, we have another lovely yet anonymous guest who is, what's not anonymous, is this person's amazing Instagram
1: account. It's so good. And it's honestly one of my top news sources for Me too. like we get our news from them. One of that, you know, like there yes. we get there's a few of them. And this is one of the main ones because, you know, we can't the head. We're here with the head. Yeah. The head. Yes. Uh, the CEO, of Queens of Bravo. Queens of
0: Bravo has just everything Bravo TV, polls, news, previews, and also just super funny content about the gals that we love and hate. And if you're not following Queens of
1: Bravo, you got to get at it. What are you doing with your life if you're not following Queens of Bravo? Please. I know.
0: I know. Uh, please welcome Queens of Bravo. Hi. Hiya.
2: Thank you so much. What an introduction. What? <laughs> I mean, I... I I love. I see. I'm already fumbling my words. I told you I was nervous. I don't do this very often, um, but no, it is an honor and a privilege to be on this podcast. There have been many requests, and I've denied them all. Honestly, kind of waiting for you guys to <gasps> hit me up. Oh
1: well, 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 wow!
0: Waiting for Guffman. You were <laughs> letting the floodgates open after this. Yeah,
2: I, well, I, I this this is this is the my my uh, my prepared speech. Um, so, uh, so allow me. So like to be in, on the same podcast as you lovely ladies and Z-Way and Ira Madison and Ray Sani and um and uh, Kristen Wig. is, I mean, those are my favorite, those are some of my favorite guests um, amongst oh. many guests that you guys have. But so ours as
0: well. So,
2: so thank you. Thank you again for letting me talk some housewives with you.
0: We're so honored. And 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 those names and now your name will go chiseled into rock somewhere. The Pantheon <laughs> chiseled into like a garbage dump. Yeah, that's where we all belong.
2: I am an honored garbage person with all of you. So thank you.
0: Oh, uh, I love it. Now, how did you get into Bravo and decide to kind of become a journalist in your own right? You know, we consider ourselves more of Oral journalists, if you will, and you're really kind of an actual journalist, putting putting words Try, to page,
2: trying to, trying to, trying to use my minor journalism degree to good Ooh, news. We just found out a uh, hint. Everyone,
1: look into journalism schools. Uh-oh. We can find him. <laughs>
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, you know, uh, I'm a little bit late on the reality TV. I, I jumped. I jumped in late. I actually jumped in with Beverly Hills Housewives, which I think you can kind of see from. The stuff that I do on on the account that I that's tends to be my focus.
0: For someone who came late, you really jumped in with two feet.
2: <laughs> well, I ah. did well, it. Well, it wasn't. It wasn't until the pandemic really that I started the account and I started getting involved in social media.
1: The pandemic really made
0: people pivot. Both of our anonymous guests here blew up during the pandemic.
2: Yeah, I just, I you know, I just you know, I think it was just like such an important time to really put your voice out there. And, uh, and you know, I wanted, I wanted a piece of the pie. I wanted to, you know, get involved in all of that. And, and now that I'm out of the pandemic, you know, now, well, you know what I mean, but yes.
1: we've just decided, we've all decided to be out of the
2: pandemic. Yes. <laughs> right. Yeah. But, but like now I don't really have an excuse. And now I just try to squeeze in content whenever I can. And, uh, it, it's been fun. Yeah.
1: And where do you get your, since you're our news source, one of our news sources, who's yours? Where do you have boots on the ground coming to you? You also make it funny. I, I do think you don't just provide content. You have, you tend to have a take most of the time as well.
2: Um, uh, you know, it's a lot of people that kind of like send in their DMS, uh, with people here and there, but then, you know, we, we, we get where there's some higher ups, people, people on the show, oh. people behind the scenes. Ooh, so we, we are, we won't name any of them because we don't do that, but. Um, when you turn
0: the lights on, La Cucaracha Sky. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: wow. I love your, what you posted about uh white Lotus when you said Andy's mentions after a Real Housewife reunion. <laughs> <laughs> And it's Jennifer Coolidge saying these gays are trying to murder me. (laughs) (gasps) Oh, that's funny. That's very funny. So where are you? You said you told us that you're getting a little shade right now in terms of your take
1: on Potomac.
2: Yes, yes. What
1: is your take? If you could share your take and what the shade is.
2: Well, I, I have been a very big supporter of Robin Dixon even before this season. I've always appreciated, you know, the, you know, just like her lightheartedness, her
1: sleepy style, her need to never rush, not even a bit.
2: Yeah, she she just has like, like this relatability that I find relatable, and this isn't a shade on anything, but. She's the Miranda of Potomac, you know, and I love Miranda so much. She, she was my favorite character on Sex of the City. Wow. So. that's a
0: <laughs> You so rarely hear that. God bless but Miranda, you, know you so rarely hear See, that. See, I hear that and it's a bit of a slam, but I, I'm seeing where your tastes lie. So it's not a slam. You're
2: celebrating. Not everything. Ha- not everything is fabulous all the time, you know. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Here's to the unfabulous. It's like you like the people <laughs> yes. the keeping it real. Here's to no glam.
2: <laughs> Here's to
1: <laughs> she has a some law glam, degree. She
2: has some glam style here and there, but... No,
1: I'm kidding. Robin does. Robin definitely has some glam.
2: It's definitely been a harder season for her this year, and I get that. But I mean, I'm I'm throwing you guys into it as well. But you guys appreciated the speaker moment. Oh, of course, and, that was beautiful, and I lo- and and I just need people to recognize that that speaker moment had implications for the rest of the night. And while sure, maybe it may have been maybe been a little bit of a tryhard, it was it still had. Um, you know, it's still kind of carrying things legs. along. Yes, it had legs. Do
1: yeah. you yeah. feel, because I was curious because I did like the, there were a lot of repairs on Potomac this week, which you rarely mm-hmm. see in Housewives. I mm-hmm. feel like it's just move on. Let's, they always say, L- we're going to move on from this. And, but no one has done any repairs. So they never move on. But I did feel like there was actual actual repairs going on this week, which felt like growth to me in a Housewives universe. But I did think like, did you think that Robin was truly hurt by Candace when she said like all these girls are fake and phony? Do you think that Robin was actually hurt? Or do you think that she just did that to be shady?
2: I I don't know. But for me, I, I really do think like Robin comes off as really genuine. I think the speaker moment was, you know, there was a little bit of a let's make this a bigger deal kind of Mm -hmm. thing, which I don't hate as well because other people become, you know, performative, but, but yeah, I, I, I think there was, what, how about you?
0: I think it was a little like, I think you can know sometimes when someone says everybody, they're just like in the heat of a moment moment. And mm-hmm. I think, I do think Robin's maybe a little bit like, fuck, I think I need to enter the arena a little more this year to keep my job a little. Mm-hmm. And I guess sometimes I'm just, I think sometimes I'm like, I just can't follow why she's mad or what's going on or, um, but you know, I I have a love for her. I really do. And I'm surprised now that she's got, so she and Giselle have a podcast that they're now doing a live show. Reasonably shady. Reasonably shady. And then we've got Karen Huger also
2: doing a live show. <laughs> yes, we do. W- but but that was inspired by Wendy Williams. That of course uh, not. Right, that was
1: not inspired <laughs> at all. Karen is so devious in that like she constantly gets her ideas from people on the show and then claims to have had the idea and just not spoken about it because that's not classy. Like she's just
0: such <laughs> a character and, and brought that gentleman, uh, Matt, her collaborator. Oh, her, he <laughs> has been around. for. I mean, he has more jobs. I mean, he has more he jobs. He reminds me. He's like the guy that Luann has working with her, you know, the piano player. And it's like, God love this guy. I, I wonder if he's being paid a dime. No, but you know, he, I actually thought he had some great ideas for Karen. He you know? did.
1: He kept going on about them. Uh, it was just funny. Like, she tuned them out. Like, she had no, I, like, I felt like she fell asleep. Or at least that's what the editors were going to make <laughs> us feel. And can I just also say one moment that Car- Karen is just a forever golden gal. Like, I love yeah. her so much. When she gets into that little sauna box in her house with a full face of makeup, like, what? what is there more to be said? I just love her.
2: What more so are we good. looking for? Karen's great. We love Karen.
0: And I love the editing when they put those like blue, like, la, 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 when he was talking like those swirls. I was like, they're <laughs> really, we're always breaking ground with new editing techniques to like, yes. show us what a housewife is thinking or feeling. That really made me laugh.
2: Yeah. The editors are really coming out strong uh, this season. They, they are definitely holding a champ, a flute.
0: Yes. And we're really playing with
2: time and space. Yeah. I mean,
0: really in Miami, I can't follow where we are. They're like two days later. They're like four days behind one hour from now. And I'm just like, okay, this is a lot going on. But um, now you love Miami. Is that right?
2: I love Miami. I think it, I mean, especially now with like Salt Lake City and its massive flop era and oh, Patoma, wow. Wow. you know, wow. it, it got a Oh, is, is is that a hot take?
0: No, not for me.
1: No, <laughs> no but but it's, it's, but others don't feel that way. I yeah, think some people think it's really like shining this season. I'm not sure of that. We'll see what happens. I guess next week with the black eye. I thought last last night was a slog.
2: Snooze. It is. It yeah. It's depressing. It's. It, it, it's not the it's not the vibe, and I'm a vibes girl, but that is not yeah. the vibe. And
1: when everybody keeps turning on, like it, it, like two weeks in a row of people just turning to turn to turn, like just turning, yes. or, like I can't keep up and I can't
2: follow it. It's too it's, much. It's um it's a game of semantics at this point. There's like you said this, but then you said this, but then you said that, but like who cares at this point? Just we're both pissed at each other. And Dorinda said something along those lines during New York where she's just like, the point is just like, you're mad at me and and I'm, I'm hurt. And why can't we just like move on? We both said shit. Let's move on.
1: Wow.
0: Like, Quoting Dorinda. <laughs> I, at, at 2 a.m. I had too much to drink and I eviscerated and abused you with my words. Why can't we move on? <laughs> and you're mad. We're both mad. And you're really mad at how much I had to drink again and slurred and screamed at you. <laughs> um, I cannot take, and I do mean that, like, Whitney's voice when she's screaming, like, you're not there for me. You're not listening to me. I'm like, shut the fuck up. I'm fucking tired of listening to you. I cannot hear this anymore.
2: Yeah. I've been quoting that line. But when she, I, I mean, I don't even know if it's right. Um, But when she got up from the table and she's like, I can't, I don't just, I don't know. I, <laughs> when she was just like shrilling at, at Heather, it was, it was, it was a bit much, but where do you, where do you guys, how are you guys feeling about the Heather and Whitney? Situation.
1: I'm sad that their friendship is seeming to have fallen off of a cliff. Casey?
0: Sorry, <laughs> Utah cliff. <laughs> I I wish Heather would just be a hair more kind of uh, apologetic, just so we don't have to hear Whitney anymore. Cause like <laughs> while I'm with Heather, like I think I do think Heather has is too defensive. That's just I do. I think mm-hmm. as a human. It's been an odd side to be revealed about her, and I love her so much. But I'm just kind of like, please, for our sake, like she kind of tried to do it at the end. At the end, she was just like, okay, I, I'm really sorry. Because you could tell in her brain, she was just like, what is happening? Like this person's on a loop and projecting everything onto Heather. Now look, was it hard when Whitney was like, I'm complaining of abuse. And then you laid hands on me.
1: That was hard. <laughs>
2: Yeah, that, those, those flashbacks hurt.
1: Yeah, look, they that hurt. is the, the, they hurt. But these women also tend to bring up huge things during other things. So people's attention is so split, they're already upset or scared or nervous about the thing that's happening. That when Whitney brings up her abuse or Jen Shaw brings up her suicide attempt in the middle of these things, people are like, Glug! like they get like whiplash yeah. from like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, already tense over this thing i don't know how to get with you over there right like it 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 is a bit of a whiplash those are two very serious subjects but people aren't ready for them they have to like brace for them and so yeah so there's both of those things it's tough
0: to to scream that at dinner you know it's tough
1: i i know we're
0: hurtling towards you know and danielle we're off next week we have to take the holiday and just you know
1: put things we on a, put shelf families, for a second. We have to put uh, our families I have to put my family first. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, I have to. I guess I really have to. Next yeah, we really, week. But, really have to. We have to get in on our kids, Casey.
0: We, we do. We do. <laughs> no, this is holiday spirit time. But unfortunately, you know, it, we can't help that it does collide. We have to speak the truth with what is only to be described as an explosive episode where we find out where Heather got the black eye. Do we think it's Jen? Do
2: we think it's Whitney? I think it's neither. (laughs)
1: What do you think? It is a door, a shoe, an infection, a rake?
2: I mean, I can't be. No, well, Whitney already said that it wasn't her. So we can scratch that off. I don't know. do Do you think it was just, do you think it was just like a random person that just like came knocking on her door?
0: I know. I think it's one of the gals. I mean, we probably would have heard tell of that, but like, I don't know. Andy told us the episode is so wildly crazy and so so beyond that. I'm like, it's got to be a fellow cast
1: it's member, right? Be something because Could it they be Lisa. They're building up to it, but they did show Jet. Like, we're getting this night cam footage. Thank God, and we're getting thank somebody is listening to us in the Bravo houses. <laughs> I'm um, sure it was because of us. Positive, positive. Our our calls were heard. Um, but we are getting like, we're seeing footage, Heather goes to bed, then she locks the door, but then somebody is coming in on the door, then she gets, like, it's it's all, va- and then Jen comes in, like, it does, are, are they pointing us to Jen? It better be something big because we've been building to it all season that is, I don't think Bravo is is stupid enough to not deliver on that. It has to be a del-
2: something deliverable.
0: And it looks like a punch, right? It doesn't feel like she ran into a
2: dresser. Like, do you think it could be just maybe somebody found their place where they were living at and they just, just sucker punched her. I don't know, I just can't an imagine the it would have an intruder. You never know. Oh, I you thought maybe know. you were saying
1: that they were staying at an Airbnb that but somebody was like, This is my house. Somebody got to you on Airbnb. <laughs> the and they producers just never it. like yeah, filled like, out the form yeah. or did the down payment. <laughs> These are theories. Like
0: I'll accept them all. You know, what I don't want it to be is like, oh I fell in my shoe or whatever, you know I'll it's be like, pissed. Unfortunately, you know, it's already happened. So I can say this. I will need a punch from a person to a person. Yeah. So we had punch. We can't go back in time and change it. Okay. But if it has happened, I want it to have happened. It better have happened. I
1: need a punch. It better have been. I, a I,
0: really I need a punch
1: or I'm gonna punch. I, I need a punch. And now that we're just we're just talking Salt Lake City, I would say a quotable. There were some some cute quotables. And this was one of my favorites was like, I'm going to grab a Kit Kat and get ready for the day. <laughs> like, I just feel like that was a Elisa a, a Barlow exclusive. God. Like As someone who loves candy and
0: sweets myself It's a wow. Like is she having a Kit Kat and nothing else all day? That's my question.
1: I don't know, but to start the day. To start it with like not even like a cereal bar or like you know what I mean? Like Like, it was
0: like I'm gonna grab a yogurt or just you know, grab
1: a banana. My daily morning Kit Kat. And then I don't know (laughs) if I should be inspired
2: or even when even when she even even when she's doing her confessionals, she's thinking of queso, Turks and queso. Oh my god. Oh wait, like Always. always thinking of, of the munchies. And I mean, I don't blame her. I mean, re, do you remember those flashbacks when they're talking, it's like Heather, no, 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 Heather, Jen, Lisa, Angie K and Whitney. They're all speaking about Heather. And I just feel like Lisa Barlow is just like kind of showing off her like bathing suit. She's looking really fit. And I just don't know how it, how it happens. Like yesterday she was promoting Wendy's. How how does she stay so I don't know. I don't know. She says she has great metabolism and I'm jealous.
1: Is this Ozempic? So what is it? Yeah. You know? it's, she doesn't seem to be exercising. Speaking though of exercising, as a grown woman, if someone brought me to the beach and made me play games, I would be furious.
2: Furious. furious. I'm usually not Team Meredith, but in this case, that I'm Team Meredith. I, I would have been on my phone the entire time, probably reporting on their shit. So. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah. Calling the police on yeah. this event, you know, I, I, and then to see them have to lie down on those boards. Oh, hell. That's
1: my idea of literal hell. Like give me a chaise and give me a margarita or give me death. That's all I want. But then the ladies go to, then the other ladies go to the restaurant. Ugh. Uh,
2: yeah. Which, which is worse, doing the, the? You're right. The, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. Just yeah, I'm I'm drowning. I'm going.
0: <laughs> so. I'm drowning and just screaming at each other. And like, I also felt like Meredith was like a ghost haunting the episode in a way too. <laughs> she
2: was not there at all. Not there. You know, the CEO of Fun called out sick.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, also to see in that flashback the CEO of Fun like unloading Whitney's dishwasher. What was <laughs> I watching there? What, was what were that? we watching? And
0: Dana, and then to see them all in the Marilyn wigs, I was just like, Ugh. I. I'm. I just can't see them. How many vacations have they gone on? And if you put them all
1: together, none of them equal the one I want. You know? Yeah. None of them are equaling Miami, like Potomac and Miami, like nothing.
2: And they're still flashing back to Arizona, like we, like we said, we don't want Arizona. They keep bringing us back to Arizona. Enough. Enough.
0: We we've said it, and unfortunately, I know they edited this a long time ago, but they should have listened to us. Well, I'm looking forward to next week, like with bated breath. Yeah. I'll be watching. Me too. I'll be watching. If you
1: took out the words ride or die from that episode, the episode would be five minutes long.
0: <laughs> or flip-flopper. Honestly.
1: Or flip-flopper. Oh,
0: the gives the the fu- the f- I've nothing. said it before: who gives a fuck if someone's flip-flopping in terms of like being caught between two friends that they love? It's not really flip-flopping, yeah, that's, that's, what that's you just do. like trying to keep peace and like seeing both sides. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, those women, it better be a punch next week. It's all. Yeah.
1: <laughs> they better punch. Or someone's getting punched. That's right. That's right. Or we punch. No, <laughs> we punch.
0: Now can we transition Queens of Bravo to Miami?
2: I I love them. I love what they represent. I love the color. I love the I love the elevated status it almost kind of gets on Peacock. I think the way that it's shot is beautiful. You're I think right. the content that the women are giving us is like top tier where, you know, it's kind of giving us the the real drama but then also it's light enough that we're fighting about mortgages. I mean, we're fighting about
0: uh, renting out our backyard. Yes. You're right. We
1: also have real wealth here. Real wealth, which is a relief. We're not getting like unfurnished Utah Ikeas (laughs) like that are basic. You know what I mean? Like that's what it looks like when you go into any house in Utah uh, on these women. It's just like big Ikeas. And it's just like
2: just hollowed homes with nothing there but a tracksuit. Um, and not congrats.
1: a one home doesn't
0: have like a modern glass monstrosity, but I'm good with it. You know, I know they paid a lot for it, and that makes me feel good.
2: I mean, the women are arriving on boats to events. Yes, when does that, thank you. When does that happen, Dr. Nicole? Giving us speedboats arrivals,
0: Dr. Nicole. Thank you. I, I'm besotted with her. I find her to be so beautiful. Oh,
1: beautiful! I can't ca- t- can't take my eyes off her. I'm just liking, and I think I said this last year, but I'm just liking living in Miami. Mm. You know, I'm really enjoying the sunset being and there. the, yeah, just being in. The plastic in. surgeons. The- yes.
0: Oh,
2: yes. It's, no, no, no. no. It's just, really I don't know. It's just, it's, it's just giving, it, it feels like a callback to kind of like the earlier seasons, the balance feels right where I feel like with, Beverly Hills and Potomac and Salt Lake City, like things just get so deep and dark and there's just so much sunshine to absorb. I mean, obviously there's really bad stuff going on right now. Um, especially yeah. with Lisa. That's that's pretty bad. But, sure. but yeah, like I said, yeah. It's, I don't know. I love I love Miami.
1: Can I just talk about Lars's um New beginning? Behind. Oh, I'm (laughs) sorry. Her old beginning. Yeah, her her old beginning and her end. Okay, go ahead. Now, I know that she has said forever that she's never had a Brazilian butt lift or whatever, you know, like BB... What's it called again? BBM? Yeah,
2: BBL.
1: BBL. What's BBM? (laughs) Brazilian bowel movement? Um, (laughs) She's definitely um, had that. Yeah. She's definitely... But, you know, I was all, you know, I believe these women, which is so crazy because when someone's like, I haven't had any work done, I'm like, okay, yeah, then, take you know, all you would say face, it if you t- value, I take it literally all. Literally face value. Yes. Face value. So I'm just like, okay. Then she obviously like, this is what she's been working with and she's just been working out and, you know, like whatever. <laughs> but when I saw her. Her caboose. Uh, her caboose in a, in a pair. I was like, this doesn't make any physical sense to me. Like I couldn't get my, the physics of it just don't line up. You know, I was, I was shocked, shocked. It It just, it is also like when Chloe K
0: not as much in this current moment, but like turn to the side and you're just like, I'm sorry. Like I, that is a caboose and that's fine. (laughs) And I'm happy to see it and I can celebrate and love it on you. But like, let's, so let's get at its origin story. Yeah, like, <laughs> the know, origin story didn't
1: start at birth. <laughs> <laughs> no, it didn't.
2: That is literally how Gertie uh, welcomed her. She literally said, let me see that ass. What a better way to start a season.
0: To start. Now, that new beginnings party. So the one thing that kind of made me laugh, and like, I think Lisa's obviously like such a disaster, but it kind of made me laugh. And dummy. she made that joke to Kiki you know, mm-hmm. and, and kind of was like, oh, I saw this funny page where if you live in Lars's building, it means you're a prostitute or a pimp or whatever, an OnlyFans. And then you could see a look cross across her face and she goes, oh, she says, I don't know if I should have said that. And I was like, I have <laughs> never seen a housewife in the history of times say those words. I don't know if I should have <laughs> said that. I just haven't. Like, I was like, oh, someone's like actually wondering something.
1: Yeah, like weighing the moral value of something. But also then... She knew it was bad. Oh, yeah. But for Larsa to come back and be like, you have a... Like, for her to be upset, like... I, I actually thought what she said about Larsa was just as bad. Like, that's a mean thing to say. Yes. What she said about Larsa was not nice, especially because Larsa, you know, she was very excited about her terrifying new... Set up. I feel like if I lived in Lars's building, I'd be so scared to fall. Like it, it is not warm. No. is not exciting at all to me. Like I find it frightening. What about that hunk on the
0: roof that was also like a predator? He was like a hunky predator. <laughs> he was like, "Hey, ladies. He's like, you look great." I was like, oh, ah! was so creepy, but cute.
1: So creepy,
0: and he was like, "But then, great to see you. You look amazing." <laughs> Now, Larsa's expression does not change from when she's angered, when she's happy. She just <laughs> looks like a wax figurine,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and she likes it like that. I know, I me. just can't. I I, 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 don't have an entry point for Larsa. For me,
2: how are you feeling about? So we're we're not loving Larsa. We're, are we not vibing with Larsa?
1: I love her for the show. I love her for the show.
2: Yeah, because for me, I mean, I again, I'm late to the reality game, but. She gives me like the Kardashians. I feel like there's this, there's a lot of story there. I especially the way that she kind of launched us into the season, ready to throw in the shade. I know. I guess
0: there's something, and maybe it's because I love the Kardashians about them having cast her aside that I almost feel I must too. <laughs> <laughs> you feel loyal to I do. I'm <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> they don't like her. All. That's it. You know, well, guess yeah, we no. are not friends anymore. Fair, fair enough. It. Fair enough. I don't care for her. Now let's turn our attention, if we can, to Lisa. shh. H- Huck- Huckstein
2: Huckstein.
1: Huckstein. Hmm. Now, she is with a terrible man who hates her and has never loved her. He me. wants to
0: lock her in that wine fridge and throw oh, away the kettle. <laughs> yes. I mean, I've never seen so, someone so desperate for a bottle of wine. And I get it. If I was in that marriage and cooking <laughs> borscht with my mother-in-law, but oh. like, wow, she was trying to pry open glass. I'm like, she's going to shatter on her. No plastic surgeon in the world could put those
1: hands together. No, no. And Lisa suffers from a woman who knows her husband is leaving. Like that, like, you love me, like, you you, you love me. You know, like, she is, she's, he's already one foot out of that marriage. She knows that she's desperately trying to hold on to this horrible man. It is hard. It is watching a car crash in slow motion, watching their relationship this season because you,
2: they were putting on a show. All wow. of those scenes were like they they were so like premeditated. They were she they were they felt rehearsed from her side. She this she thought this is how I wanted to appear and he was like, No, we never eat dinner together. Like what are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> like, we never have family. It. We never have family dinner. Your mom your mom's not always here. What, why are, are we talking about like religion this? suddenly? <laughs> and, like, exactly. like it was yes. all crazy. Exactly.
1: Yes. And he's not he's not letting her have her fake moment. Yes. He's like, "Nope. I never said that."
2: But like I have a lot of sympathy for Lisa and what she's going through right now, but why couldn't they take uh their nanny or whoever broke their arm to the hospital. They were struggling with like, do we call the ambulance? You take her. I was like, they were talking to you, production. I kept thinking that. I was
1: like, they, but they've never thought, they've never thought in their mind that was not even an option yes. to them, like to actually have to do something ourselves yes. to help another person. That was not even in Either of their minds.
2: That's how far from it. Yeah, goes. I, I was just like, "What's the issue? Just take her. Just get in your just car. In your... You
1: have ten million cars. Yeah, you have. Yeah. Take her they to the hospital. They can't do it. Didn't even think to. That was not on the. That was not even near their list of options.
0: One thing that I also found, like their entire relationship, kind of solidified for me, was in the two second like interaction they had in the hallway when he was trying to come out to the party in a blue shirt, and she's like, "No." I, honey, I need you to wear pink. Okay. Go back. And he's like, whatever you say. It was almost like a bad sitcom. And then as he went back, she was like, thank you. She basically was like, good boy. Thank you for doing that. And he was like, uh huh. I was like,
1: ooh. She's annoying. She's very annoying. She's very, she's, you know, look, she's annoying. How do we think of Julia?
0: I want her gone. Mm. Her and the other one, they're always like on their own show palling around because they're not cool enough to hang with the other girls. So I just kind of I'm good for them to just like head out. Julia, again, just suffers to me from being too normal and nice.
1: Yeah. Well, my problem with Julia is you don't bring a a goat to a dog party. And I thought that that was a really tough moment to have a dog birthday (laughs) to have a dog birthday party and to bring a goat what are we doing here? Yeah, Like that, that's just ruins. A you know,
2: goat headbutt at the other dog. Oof. <laughs> Lawsuit. <laughs> a mess. Um, Lawsuit. With Julia, I feel like she kind of, doesn't she kind of give like a Kim's Richards vibes? It's, it's like it's quirky. You know, she's always putting things on her face that she finds on her farm. That uh, was tough. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. Versus like the the berries and the eggs. Who's the one that's always mm. palling around with her? Adriana?
0: Adriana. Adriana, she gives me not much either. So I think no, there's something about their, the vagueness that I have for them or the, I don't know. It's harder for me.
1: But I also appreciate we have a big cast. I do appreciate that. We, oh, we need a big cast. I, need, I mean, I would say Alexia's breasts are a cast member. I cannot look away from those breasts. That's like, what I they're... feel about Whitney's breasts on Salt Lake. Yeah, like, I I stare at them. I can't stop Concrete circles. Concrete, solid. If you hit them, you would hurt your fist. Like, they, your fist, we would break it. You would break it. And I think Lenny did those. I
2: love Alexia. I love Alexia. I think she's just one of the greatest housewives. I really fallen in love with her. Um, I love how how much she just kind of, like, speaks Spanish off the cuff. Uh, I just think she, I just... She's, she just always seems like she has an opinion on something. I love an opinion to the housewife. And I just love, like, the, the passion. And, and I mean, some of her fashions might lean a little Giselle, but... Um, don't, don't.
1: I, I love her, too. I do, too. And, and, and uh, Marisol. Is Marisol a... How's it for a friend of? Friend But she's so main. Like she's in everything. It's all okay. What does that mean? But uh, extrapolate I, on that. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just asking, is she
0: good?
2: <laughs> like <laughs> everything she's okay? Way? To me? I I don't think know. She's drunk? Drunk? Okay. Yeah. Like. There, she always has a cocky. When
0: she did that monologue about, like, I, I can't come in yet till I have my cocktail, I'm not going to answer questions without my cocktail. I was like, mm.
2: No, I think, you know, like there there's a lot of you know, I see a lot of comments from people from saying that they really want Adrian and Marisol to be full time housewives and I don't think they I don't think they do. I think they're fine where they're I can't at. tell the
1: difference. But I can't but tell the difference. Like in most seasons you can tell the difference between who's a friend and who's not. Yeah. Like we all know that like that friend of on Potomac, I can't even the mouthpiece for <laughs> Mia don't the, or like the, her the representative the representative i keep saying mouthpiece but same thing yeah. um we all know that she's like a friend of like right. she would never be mistaken for right. but these but marisol and adriana they might as well be cast members like i don't i don't know that they're not
2: yeah that's what that's what miami does really well i think they have like yes. such a great balance with with i love it just sharing the screen with everybody everybody's involved
1: the ensemble is beautiful. It's like White Lotus. The yes. ensemble is really I nice. know who I
0: love as a friend of was the, the gentleman that was on the hot mic moment. Vince? Vinny? Vinny?
2: Vinny? Vinny?
0: Vin- Vito. 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 Thank you. Vito. Vito really seemed to have his his eye on the ball. His, you know, he was on the ball a little more when he goes, sorry, are, are you mic'd? It really killed me. He's just oh, like, and then he goes, yeah, that's why I'm talking quiet. And then literally
1: Vito was quiet, but I felt him. His just, oh but to not understand for Lenny not to understand that like when you're miked even if you're quiet we can hear you <laughs> like it's like ju- that's why I'm being quiet it it's like so tough we could still hear you
2: I don't know I think he wanted to be found out I think he wanted uh, to be yeah, out there. yeah yeah he wanted it spoken and i mean that i don't know that's that's such a loser way out (laughs) yeah to put it he's a loser for sure no i thought that that whole thing was just i mean you you ladies were there you you heard it first you on well on watch what happens live like that was a chilling moment and then the fact that it just kept going on (laughs) with the
0: it kept going I had to rewatch it because yes, we had, we were blessed enough to be there for the unveiling. Blessed. I literally was so shocked when I saw it that I'm like, I actually need to go back now. Like when the focus isn't also on me, you know, I, (laughs) I don't want to be any part of this. I just want to view it as everyone did.
1: We were a part of it because when they reported on it, they, I think it was like page six was like Andy showed it to Danielle and Casey of Bitch Sesh. So, like, we are part of the history of it. Oh, 100%. Ugh. Yeah.
2: I, didn't know that I mean, Danielle. we all felt, I mean, yeah. the expressions were, you guys were giving Potomac level reaction shots.
0: It Thank deserved you. it, Thank though. You. I, I felt every cell in my body felt those expressions, you know? I, I really did. Now, can I ask, and we're jumping all over and we have to to to, to jump off soon, but I'm curious, where are you with Mia? Who? And Potomac, Mia oh, Potomac. from Potomac. Mia. I'm sorry, I'm just jumping all over. <laughs> yeah. just want to take.
2: Speaking of expressions, <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I Casey, I know you love her, but go ahead, speak your. I tears. don't, I don't, I don't care for her either way. Like, okay. why? But I will say that I think the Potomac cast is really strong right now. I know there's been a lot of calls for this person to get fired, this person to get fired. Do
1: not fire a single one of them. I not don't a think single so. one.
2: What about well? Sharice. Um, well, Sharice is not real. Charisse, she is a friend of yeah. and you we're feel just, we're just, we're you can feel that. Time. We're just talking full time. Okay. Full but I, I think, I think, yeah, I think the cast is solid right now. I think everybody is bringing something to the table. I think especially now this season with, with Candace and Wendy, we're seeing, you know, a different side of them we hadn't seen before, which I think is, I think is probably really good for the show. Now, now the tables feel a little bit more balanced.
1: I'm also, what I love about Mia, because I'm not as on the Mia train as as Casey is, but she's never not playing work. You know what I mean? Like We saw her again in the sort of um, chiropractic clinic opening another one, but just kind of like, <laughs> can we move the red carpet? You know, like it's always like, it always just feels like she's, Playing at it, which I'm again, they have a very successful business. I'm sure she is a businesswoman, but she's
0: I did really appreciate when she was like, We give chiropractic care, and then she just looks at the camera with her finger and goes, Affordable chiropractic care. <laughs> I yes. did that. I was like, Yes, correct yourself. I like yourself. Commercial. I, liked I can't it. wait till next week when the representative, when we're going to peel back the layers on the representative.
2: This past episode of Potomac was a little bit uh, softer, shall we say. Sure. Um, but, but much necessary after pretty a uh, pretty dramatic... A reset. Yes.
1: And we had Candace's um, graduation party, which I don't know if I remembered that she was in grad school, didn't but I'm either. glad, like... Yeah, but Wendy was like, she's now got two degrees, unlike my five. We're like, oh, Jesus, Wendy.
0: I was mainly impressed Chris could cook for that many people casually and still be, like, a part of the party. I would be frantic.
2: He didn't, he didn't stay for the entire party. Ray Huger... Got him in his feelings. Ray took
0: took an act more active role this week.
2: Give give him the friend of status. He's he's definitely pulling his weight. He's putting in the work. He really is. I just
0: love that Karen of old would never accept an apology from someone being like, "Listen." So I did remember that I said that you and your husband were playing around in these streets, and Karen is like, "Honey, (laughs) I know." She's like, don't worry. About it. <laughs> I was like, okay, Karen's definitely dating someone. Like, she just wants this yeah. over and done. We should. Is there anything else last minute thoughts, Queens of Bravo that you want to add?
2: Continue watching Miami this season. I honestly, I haven't been able to stop thinking of, and I've been, I've been thinking of the episodes. I'm just looking forward to the rest of the season. I mean, they're gonna put it. They're gonna push us through. These the, the holiday break. They're going to give keep giving us new episodes,
0: and I really appreciate they drop them like a bunch of them at once. That's fun. Yeah, you yeah. could really
1: sink into them. You could really relax, which yes. is again what Miami does for me.
0: Yeah. yeah, it's like
1: our hallmark movie. It's like tis the season. Mm, yeah. Oh, please, yes. Thank tis the season for Miami. They did the same this time last year. It was beautiful. And girls' trip. I would love a girls' trip to come to come soon for my New Year. And I love adore
0: and. um the sweet sixteen, Giselle's daughters. I thought that oh. was really sweet. I, I love, love
1: how they have love them. I love how they have no patience for Jamal. They're like, like he, his bullshit doesn't work on them, and I love that about them.
2: They're so. Yeah, I, I love the twins. There, I, 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 I was a little bit let down because they're always they always to throw in some shade at Giselle, and it always lands. But and we didn't have we didn't get that this episode, but hopefully next time.
0: Hopefully next time. Queens of Bravo, thank you for being here. We can find you. Tell
2: us where. Making people angry on Twitter. (laughs) um, So definitely an angrier crew over there. Yes, yes, yes. Um, Yeah, we're definitely muting muting, uh, everything on that side. But but yeah, but thank you so much. I really appreciate this. Um, Of course. I love you ladies. I'll continue listening forever. So never stop, please. Um, oh my God, I appreciate that, you. and you
0: never stop, and and you really uh, you you keep us in the know, and that's what we need.
2: I will I will try I to bring you some exclusive soon. I promise.
0: Thank you, so, thank, thank you. you. Important work. Thank you, Queens of Bravo. Thank you, Danielle. Thank Caitlin Moldenhauer,
1: our editor extraordinaire. Thank you, Amelia. Thank you, Earwolf. Thank you, listeners. Have a wonderful, wonderful holiday. We love you all so much. Thank
0: you, listeners. Merry and Christmas Happy Hanukkah Happy Kwanzaa Have a great holiday season
1: And if you want Give the gift of a Pickleball tournament That we talked about At the end of the episode We'll see you, some of you guys There in February
0: We'll see you on the courts And have a happy new year We love love to you all